I have a tattoo that I didn't like that is way bigger than I asked for because I was too polite to upset the tattoo artist. I let him tattoo me for four fucking hours rather than cause him offense. It actually was a really good lesson though because it was such a huge mistake. I don't want to live my life agreeing to things which don't serve me anymore. I've said no and set boundaries since because of that experience. Oh my gosh, that gives me so much That gives me anxiety. This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Welcome back. Bitches, we are back. We're back together. We're back together. Uh-huh, ah. uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Christina's finally back from your three week in the Jersey. Sh- I was going to say, you weren't in the Jersey Shore for three weeks, but you were on the East Coast for three weeks. I was on the East Coast for three weeks. I feel like I was all over the place, honestly. Um, three weeks is a long ass time. It is a long time. Three weeks is a long time. Like, honestly, though, it went by so quickly. And I do really think that my toxic trait is trying to do too many things at once. Does oh, that make sense? I had like, no idea. Yes, it is. Like the fact that we planned Nicholas's christening while we were there and then went to the Bahamas the next day and then came back for a couple of days. And then I went away again and then had work stuff in between. It was just like kind of crazy, but fun and nice. And I'm not going to lie. Steve at one point, cause you know, I've been working on Steve forever to be like, Steve, I just want you to know, like, we're going to have to move back to New Jersey at some point. And yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. And then when we were out there, he's like, should we look at some property? And I was like, Oh no, I'm not ready. You, you were know? like, wait, what? I was like, damn, I worked him so hard that like he was ready to go for it. And I was just like, I'm not ready for that yet. But damn, wait, I can't, what? Uh, I go back and forth all the time. Cause you want to be close to your family. I just really want to be close to my family. I just don't want to raise Nicholas. And hopefully if we have other kids like away from my family, you know what I mean? Especially if my sister starts having kids like, yeah, I know. And, I know. but I also am not ready to leave Los Angeles. I feel like the city I, there's more for me in the city and yeah. I love it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just see what happens over the next couple of years until like Nicholas, like really goes to school. I'm not stressing anything. Okay. Well, we still got some time. We, we got I some won't time. stress. I won't stress. Yeah. Don't stress. Don't stress. I'm not stressed about it. So, okay. Oh my gosh. And Nicholas is like crawling. Yes. He's such a big boy now. He's like the best. Oh best my God. Ever. I need to see him ASAP. Honestly. Oh my gosh. Um, you need to come back east with me one day is what you need to do. It is so fun. I know. I need to come. I Honestly, the only time I've been to New York, I've told you this, was for my eighth grade graduation that trip. so crazy. <laughs> Wait, that's a cool graduation trip, though. Wait, did you? Oh, no, your- no, not, not graduation. Eight, eight, you know how in eighth grade you go to like Washington, D.C. Yeah, New yeah, York? Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I said graduation. Yeah. I'm losing it. Um, but yeah, that's the only time I've been. And we ate it like bubblegum shrimp in Times Square. No! <laughs> that is like such a classic like eighth grade move though you know what I mean like that's yeah. what you do on those trips yeah and I was just like yeah I need I need to do it again but now since I haven't done it I feel like I need to do it like I'm like okay I have to go during the fall and I want to I don't know I've bigged it up in my head so much yeah don't do that and but I need you to be my guide because you're the expert it'll be fun it'll be fun I'm excited I know so that's like do we need to go to fashion week no Okay, I'm really glad you said that because you know what? I had a realization. I just don't know if I'm cut out for like big events like that. 
Really? I don't know. I think maybe I'll give it one more go because of like the last thing. I think that um, I just feel like I get stressed like about, oh my God, having the, having all the outfits and getting to all the things. Like it's just You'll be stressful. super stressed for a fashion week. I actually like when I um, used to work with Julia um, Berlsheimer from Gal Meets Glam, she would talk about how much she hated fashion week. And I thought it was so interesting because she had like millions of followers and like, you know, she was like been in this industry for so long and she's yeah. like, fashion week is the freaking worst. Like it's so stressful. You have to plan everything. There's so much competition. It's like the worst thing ever. If you don't get into a show, you're like, look down upon blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh God. Yeah. See, that's kind of how it is in my head, but I never, I've never been, I've yeah. just created that in my head. <laughs> yeah. I, but I don't think you're wrong. Okay. Well, no, we'll just go for like a nice fall trip to the east coast yeah and then maybe next summer jersey shore weekend <laughs> jersey shore yeah you had a full you had your friend's bachelorette oh my gosh you guys there's like a group of 10 of us who studied abroad together 12 years ago that's so crazy that is so that is crazy. crazy i could not even believe that but we just became so close we all lived together and we've been like friends ever since and Four of our girls are getting married this year. So like we just did a joint bachelorette party. And I'm not even kidding you when I say it was like one of the best weekends I've had in years. It was just so funny. Like, I mean, listen, y'all don't know college, Christina. <laughs> and I'm so grateful. Like I could never run for public office. Let me just say that. Okay. Um, I'm just so grateful. Instagram and TikTok weren't around while I was in college. Right. Oh God. But um we just know how to party together and we just had the best time ever. It was so wild. Oh my God. I love, it looks like he had a blast and how fun it's, I think joint bachelorettes, like I hope when I get married that I have a couple other friends, like, mm -hmm. cause that just sounds like fun. It was so fun. I think it was really good that it was like the same group of friends for everyone. Do yes. you know what I mean? Cause like, it just made sense. Um, yeah, we loved it. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I'm glad you had so much fun and let your wild side out. Yes. I love that. What have you been up to? We have um, <clears throat> a birthday coming up here. Ah, I know. I've just been, honestly, what have I been up to? I mean, oh God, it's been a blur. I went to Denver for a little bit for Justine's uh, bridal shower, which was so much fun. She and looks so hot, by the way. Didn't she? I was yes. like, oh my God, wait till you see her in her wedding dress. I'm kind of confused about your vetoed outfit, to be honest with you, though. They said it was too, like, nighttimey. Oh. But here's the thing that people who don't really care about, how do I say this nicely? People who don't really, like, are excited about fashion is, like, you know, like you and I or whatever. I just don't think, I don't believe something is nighttime or daytime or, like, well, kind of. I kind of do. I'm, but I'm just like, I just feel like wear what makes you feel good. And I just feel like typical, like, oh my God, bridal shower outfits or whatever. I just have that picture in my head and I'm just like, mm, that's boring. Um, but no, it was fine. I ended up wearing a neon green tweed suit. I don't know how that was less chill, but that was my only other option. So they couldn't say anything. Oh my gosh. No, but honestly, no, just to rewind a little bit, I relate because I went through 12 dresses to find something for Nicholas's christening because oh. my family kept saying that's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. Wait, cause what it was showing like boobs or something or what? No. Cause it was too casual. The, the fabric oh. wasn't right. Like, well you ended the one you wore was beautiful. Yeah. I actually love that dress. It ended up working out. It was beautiful. 
Um, I felt like it was, oh no, I actually do. You do wear feminine like silhouettes like that. I was yeah, like, oh, that's kind of new for, but no, and then I was like, no, she does wear that stuff. Yeah. I like kind of go back and forth because I can dress like a total dude or like love a good feminine silhouette. Yeah. I know you, you do it all. I do it all. You do it all. But now and then I've just been busy. Um, next weekend we're going to, well, I guess when this airs, it'll be that weekend. We're going to San Diego for my birthday weekend. It, it started out just as like my four friends from college, um, coming to do this weekend. We didn't see each other. And then it just, just slowly grown now. Like everyone's coming. Hopefully you're coming. It's going to be so um, fun. And it's going to be so much fun. But then the weekend after that, I have Justine's bachelorette party that I've planned. So it's just going to be a lot. It's just going to be a, a crazy few weeks. Um, and yeah, I've just been writing my dating storybook. And I'm so excited for that. I think I'm going to read a snippet at the birthday weekend. Oh my God. I can't <laughs> do, wait. Once we've all had a couple of drinks, I'll read a, I'll read a, I'll do a reading. Oh <laughs> my gosh, please do. That is awesome. I'm so happy you're doing that. That's a good idea and it'll be fun. And it's like, if I'm not anything else, like therapy just, and a good journal for you. Right. It's just like kind of journaling and it's just like writing down all my experiences. Who knows what will come of it, but you know what? I was thinking back to our episode we did with Alice on the birth chart reading. Mm-hmm. And I, and I was like, I have a feeling, I thought that Alice said I would be writing something and I kind of forgot about it. And then I went back and listened to it. And she said, she's like, I see you writing something. And I remember at the time I was like, no, like I just don't really write anymore. Like I'm over it. What a, and now look, I, so it freaked me out. I was like, jeez, I love that. This is just this is Wait, Okay. Didn't she say something else about like, Summer loving, and this year you're going to find a man. So she's right about one thing. That means she's right about others. She said there's a potential for a serious relationship, but we're coming to the end of summer here. Coming in hot. Fuck that shit. Summer doesn't end in Los Angeles until October. Okay. Yeah. No, she said this year she sees me. I think she said this year she sees the potential for a serious relationship. Do you want that though? That's the thing. I honestly have been going back and forth. I, I... She, so, so here's the thing. She's like, don't trick yourself into doing casual. Multiple people have through like astrology and like my human design chart, blah, blah, blah. Are like, Rayan, you're not wired to do casual. Like, don't trick yourself into doing that. I don't that. think most women are, but yeah. Well, but especially you, especially I guess. me, especially me. Um, and now here I am doing casual and I just, I don't know. I'm like, but then am I ready for a serious relationship? I'm honestly... I actually think, see, this is, I go back and forth. Ask me tomorrow and I'll have a different answer. At times I'm like, I am ready. It would be nice to have like a person like, oh, just to like snuggle and like chill. And then other times I'm like, "Mm, no, I don't have time. I don't want any distractions. Although I do think that if you were with someone, it's almost like easier to find time for that because it's not like, dating is time consuming. Do you know dating what I mean? is so, so time if you're consuming. casually dating someone? It's like there's you, if you have time for that, you have time to have a boyfriend, I think. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I wouldn't say that, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't even worry about it. I feel like you're fucking living your life. Like if you end up finding someone worth your time, amazing. If not, if not bitch, you keep doing you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. We'll see. Um, but okay. The other day I'll tell the story that spurred this episode. Okay. Yeah. So so today's episode is going to be all about people pleasing Mm -hmm. because (laughs) the other day I was driving with my friend Rosie and I did something where I was like, Ooh, I don't want to piss them off. And like made a really dangerous move. And she was like, that's kind of fucked up that you just like did that. 
because you were worried about them. And I didn't really think anything of it. And then I went to Pilates the next morning over in like Highland Park. And the the freeway over there is wild. There's like stop signs and the shortest merge lane to get up to 55 to get onto the freeway. And I drive a Fiat. Like there's no horsepower. So like I need like a big gap to be able to get on the highway. So I'm waiting at the stop sign to get on and I see the line of cars behind me, like building up, building up. And I just start thinking all these people are going to get pissed at me. They've got places to be like, I need to, I'm holding everybody up. So I just fucking went, I just fucking floored it and went and like risked my life. There was not enough time. Like this car had to like get over and they honked at me and were pissed to get onto the freeway because I was so concerned about everyone behind me. And I was just like, I was so concerned about everyone behind me more than my own like safety. I was like, that is so messed up. And then I went spiraling down this like rabbit hole of thinking about all the other people pleasing things I've done. Like I am such a people pleaser. Okay. But I I actually agree with you. I feel like you are, but do you feel like you're a people pleaser and then you get like annoyed with yourself and then yeah oh 100 especially in times where like but then it is it is interesting because i said i am a people pleaser until then like i get to know people then i'll be like mm, no or i'm not as much but it's with people like in new relationships where right. i'm definitely a really big people pleaser like or strangers right strangers and like people i don't know really well once i get to know you I don't think I am as much a little bit, which is kind of like ironic. Cause I feel like those are the people that it shouldn't matter. Yeah. But it shouldn't matter. Or that like, if you want people, please like it's the people that you know more or better than like the complete strangers. Do you know what I'm saying? Not that you have to like prove anything, but like, I kind of feel like I'm the opposite. I feel like if anything, like I feel bad about letting people down or people, people pleasing in like, close relationships or right. friendships and stuff like that. Strangers don't give a shit. Like you would never risk like, my life on a highway. Probably not. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, you would. <laughs> you would. You would. <laughs> You'd be like, excuse me, I'm coming through. Um, I know that is interesting, but like I would, like I used to, I've gotten better at it. Like if a friend was like, what do you think of this like dress? Like Missy, my neighbor came down yesterday. She was like, got this new outfit. And I was just like, honey, it ain't it. It's not working. Mm-hmm. And normally before I would be like, oh, it's cute. Cause I just would want her to be happy. No, I think that's so good that you did that. I know I've been working on it. I've been working on it. Yeah. Because like you want her to look good. Exactly. So I've been working on it, but I'm like, it is a, it is a wild, I feel like people pleasing. Sometimes you can't even control it. You can't even control it. Like it just happens like, and then it's happened, like, again, I don't know if this is TMI, but one of the guys I was kind of seeing here in um, LA, we were like, whatever, making out, doing whatever. And he's like, you have to tell me what you like. You have to tell me what you like. And I just didn't have the heart to tell him that like everything he was doing was just so bad <laughs> that I just was like, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, and I was just like, Oh my gosh, since when do you not have opinion, Rayanne? But I literally couldn't bring myself to just be like everything of the opposite that you're doing. Okay, that's a really interesting one because that directly affects your happiness. Yes. Um, 
And I feel like if he's asking you, you don't have to feel like you're doing everything wrong, but it could be like, um, oh, don't dig like- your nails into my back. Oh, I thought you were going to say into my vagina. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. He was like, he was biting my lip so much that I swear to God, he was displacing my lip filler. I was like, dude, <laughs> dude, this is not. I was like, I went to the bathroom after I was looking in the mirror, looking at my lip filler. It out. I was like, oh, but I didn't have the. I, I guess if it's like that, you're right. Because it's not like, hey, maybe a little lower here, touch there instead. That's like a bunch of different things. But I just didn't, I didn't want him to feel bad about being a bad kisser. Ugh, bad kissers are the worst though. I know, but just like, see, see. See, but you could just be like, why don't we like slow down a little bit or like, um, you know what I mean? I feel like, yeah, that one's kind of a, that one's kind of a weird example. I'm just like thinking about him digging his nails into your bod. Um, I mean, there's so many, like one time my neighbor, her dog so sweet. I love her. I love this story. story. I love this story. Okay, go on. You tell the story and then I'm going to tell my exact reaction to when you told me this story. Wait, I, there's been multiple ones, so I'll tell both of them. <laughs> and I love her dog, like so sweet, whatever. But like, I don't have a dog anymore. And my apartment is like nice and clean. And like, there have been multiple times where she comes in, the dog comes in and it jumps on my bed. It oh peed gosh. on my floor twice. <sighs> and I'm like, it's okay. Oh my gosh, don't worry. It's okay. It's okay. No, it's not. Like, but what am I, I don't want her to feel bad because obviously it's a dog. She can't control it. And then oftentimes, like there was a point where I was so busy. Like I could not even like get through a day without crying (laughs) and I would be walking her dog. (laughs) That's the part. Because she would be like, Rayanne, I'm working late. Can you walk my dog? And I would walk her dog and I was so busy. I would be out walking her dog. Just like, what am I doing (laughs) Okay. First of all, I remember you telling me that's where I'm like, you need to tell her you can't walk the dog anymore. That is ridiculous. That is people pleasing to another level. But I do understand because I have a neighbor who like kind of lets her dog run into my apartment too. And like the dog pees a little bit and I'm like, it gives me such anxiety, but I feel bad too. But I've kind of like passively aggressively been like oh I'm so sorry I just I kind of just blame it on Dewey I'm like I can't because Dewey like he's gone goes crazy with dogs now like I don't know he's gone mad I can't do it for Dewey I I have actually as you're saying this I guess I am a little bit more of a people pleaser than I thought but it's not to strangers it's not to strangers. It's to people that are in my direct life like people that I care about people that I don't want to hurt their feelings um like my neighbor with the dog or like, I I have noticed that like, I, well, one, I suffer from like the worst case of FOMO, as you know, you but, do. um, I just, I want to be able to do all the things. Like we have, um, dinner plans this weekend and I'm like, oh my gosh, this person made these dinner plans. I'm like, how do I get out of these dinner plans? But I don't want to get out of these dinner plans. But then like, I probably should. Cause like, I'm like literally drowning and stuff mm-hmm. and like feel so exhausted. But, um, found a babysitter and I'm doing the dinner plans. Do you know what I mean? Like you got it done. But but I'm like, that's like for me too. Like, it'll be fun to do that. I just figure out a way to get it done. But yeah, I think that we need to stop putting others feelings in front of our own. I have gone a lot better at this just because I'm a mom now. And honestly, like my son takes, um, 
priority and precedent over anything. So it has become a lot easier for me to be like, no, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Like no is actually a complete sentence, which I don't think it ever was before. No, it's, it's not for me yet. <laughs> I know, but I, I think that honestly having a child- It like, changed it for you. It's changed it for me because- Why do you think? Um, because I'm responsible for another human being's life. That's more important than, sorry, like my friend's feelings. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You just gotta- Yeah. If I have to take care of my son, like that comes first. Um, obviously I want to be there and like do different things and like be able to say yes to everything. And it kills me a little bit inside. And like, I definitely feel sad sometimes that I'm missing out on things, but I just have to pick and choose. And at the end of the day, like- Nicholas is the first priority. Mm -hmm. So I think it, he has made it easier yeah. in a way to say no, because I have one, no option. And two, because, because I would just rather be with him also, you know? So, yeah. And I feel like with people pleasing, we all, we like basically assume how the other person's going to feel mm -hmm. and we don't even give them a chance to be like, Oh, like, no, I totally understand. Right. Do you know what Agreed I mean? With you. Yes, totally. And I do think women do it so much more than men. Like, do you think Steve people pleases at no. all? Right. No, that's like, Steve's like the nicest guy, but like he wouldn't, he would, Steve would not do something if he didn't want to do it. Which blows my mind. <laughs> like I had that guy over who, Oh gosh, he, you know, he's the red flag man. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he made that comment. He was like, I don't, if I don't want to, basically he was staying over and I was like, let's do facials before we go to bed, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, but you don't have to, if you don't want to like being all weird. And he was like, Ryan, if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't do it. And I just it was like, it was like literally an epiphany. Like if it was a movie, my head would be like, and he was like, do you just like do stuff you don't want to do all the time to make people happy? <laughs> yes, do that. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, kind of like, like I do all the time, all the time. And it was just so mind blowing to me that he just so casually was like, if I didn't want to do it, I want to do it. And I feel like that is such a male thing too. Like, cause as women, and so, uh, when I talked about this on my Instagram story, so many people were like, you need to read untamed. You need to read. And I was like, I've read it. Maybe I need to read it again. <laughs> but as women, we're like taught to be like small and polite and like not rock the boat and yada, yada, yada. So I think that's why we kind of sometimes go into these tendencies more than men do. Yeah. I will say that I don't think I was raised to be like that. Like my family, it's very, oh my gosh, my dad was so annoying growing up. Like he wanted to create a school of etiquette. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? My parents are pretty formal when it comes to certain things. Like if they listened to the podcast and heard how much I curse, they would honestly like maybe just die right there. Like you cannot oh curse God. in my house at all. It's, what? Yes. Like even shit. Like my parents will say something about it. <gasps> so my parents are super formal, um, like very, very polite. Like when I was growing up, I used to have like training phone calls. Like my parents would call. I'd be like, how do you answer the phone? Like, Hi, thank you for calling the ZS residence mask is calling, like stuff like that, okay? Wait, what? Yeah, That's but, actually kind of good. Yeah, it was great. But I was never like taught, like I was always taught to stand up for yourself or always like, you don't let someone get away with that. Or like, if someone's like wronging you, like you, you say something. You say something. So I don't think we were ever taught to be small. 
even like my parents are so polite, but especially my mom, like someone like, like she'll stand up for herself in a second, even though she's like the most polite person. Um, so it's interesting, but I hope maybe it comes with being so tall too. I just feel like I can, like, I feel I don't like know. I'm tall I, too. Yeah. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Yeah. I need, you need to be an authority. I need of that ZS energy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, but we, but women are told to like be smaller and apologize for things. Oh yeah. Like I am very guilty of being like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, the way I, I say sorry so much so much and it's like what do you like you don't need to be sorry but then here's the flip side of it okay let me hear i do think sometimes it's kind of goes like to the other side of the spectrum where it's like we're in this also where it's like if it's not serving you cut it out of your life and i feel like sometimes that goes to a bit of an extreme and maybe i have a wrong opinion on this um And I just think that though, sometimes too, like the other day I was on a plane and I couldn't get my bag. Basically there was like three seats on one side, two seats on the other. And the overhead bin above the two seat side was smaller. And so rolly bags didn't fit in there and there was open space. But the guy, the guy and his girlfriend who were sitting next to me put their smaller bags in the bigger case bigger side. And I was getting on, there was no overhead space. I was one of the last people on the plane. And I was like, Hey, do you mind if I move your bags over to the other side? So mine can fit in here. And he goes, no, I'd rather you not. And I guess I would lose my shit. I was, and I think it rattled me so much because if I was him, I would be like, Oh my God. Yes, of course. Like, and so I think there is a fine line of like, okay, you don't want to people please. Wait, so what did you say though? the flight attendant had to come take my bag and, and they put it underneath the plane. Yeah. And I was like, did you say something to the me, flight attendant? I was like, I was like, I think his bags can fit over on the other side, but he does. It was like, it would have been a tight squeeze, okay. but they would have fit, but it wasn't like, you know, whatever. I was just like, you know what? Just take my bag. I don't even care. But I was so shocked because a, I would have never said, I would have been like, Oh my God. Yeah. Let's like figure it out to try and just sure. be. So I think it's like a balance between, yeah, you don't want to be a people pleaser, but also just being considerate of other people. Yeah. That person's a dick. Right. I was like, Oh my, Oh my God. I was like rattled. And then since I'm the people pleaser, I was like, Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. What? I feel like I would have said something under my breath. I'd been like, sorry that you're with such an asshole. I, my people pleasing ass could not say that. Yeah, I probably. So I, I do think there's a line of like, we need to still be like considerate of others, but not people pleasing. Of course, I mean, like you have to have manners and be considerate. That's like the most important thing. But there's like a difference between that and like risking your life to get on a highway because you're scared of people honking at you. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't think that's like being inconsiderate. That's like, if you got into an accident, that'd be terrible for you. And like, then it would really delay everyone else. And then actually it would be, I know you're right. In the end, it would be way worse. Yeah. But like, luckily you're safe. You're fine. It's fine. Luckily I survived. It is a fine line for sure. Um, But we asked you guys to share some of your people pleasing stories, because honestly, a lot of them are so funny. And as much as like, we don't want to be people pleasers. It's sometimes really funny. Yeah. Like the things we do are ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay. Do you want to read yours first? Um, sure. I'll read one right now. Okay. I was on a flight. The girl sitting next to me on a four hour flight was asleep with her head on my shoulder for four hours. And I didn't want to wake her. 
Honestly, I would so do that. Let her sleep on your shoulder. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to just, I would just be like, A, I don't, I wouldn't want to embarrass her and be like, oh my God, you slept on my shoulder. <laughs> I think for me, it would depend if I was comfortable or not. Like if I was in an okay position and I was comfortable, maybe I wouldn't mind as much. But if not, I wouldn't, I would just like lightly like move around and nudge. So like she would get out of place and then move her head. Yeah. That just spurred another one that I thought of. What? When I'm on an airplane and if I'm in like the middle or aisle and I have to pee, it literally takes me like 10 minutes to prep myself up to ask the person if I can move, if they can get up so I can go pee. Like I have to like mentally prepare for like 10 minutes. You're like, can I hold it? Cause I'm like, I don't want to disturb them. I don't want to make them get up. Do you do that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like no one wants to like have to be that person and be like, Hey, can you get up? Like yeah. I always like try and wait to see if they're going to get up first and then go at that time. Me too. Yeah. It's just stressful. Yeah, it is stressful. Okay, this one was one of my favorites I shared on my Instagram story, but it's just so good. I have to share it again. I was at the park with my dog and he was playing with another dog while the owner and I chatted. His dog came up to me and I pet him and he lifted his leg and peed on my legs. I laughed it off and didn't make a big deal about it. Then 10 minutes later, said dog did it again and the owner didn't notice and I didn't say anything because I didn't want the owner to feel bad. I got peed on twice and didn't say anything because I didn't want to make the guy uncomfortable. What the fuck? That's so bad. That is... Honestly, though, oh, as I'm reading these, I'm like, I would, do, I would do that. Like, what do you say? Oh, like, oh my gosh, your dog feed on me. <laughs> that's what you say. But like, I don't, I don't know. I understand how that's like an awkward thing. But I'd be like, how is this person not noticing that their dog is just peeing? Yeah, they need to freaking train their dog. Yeah, it's easy for me to say this now, but oh my gosh, that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> but you had, I would say something. But then I, I can understand this person though at the same time. Cause it's like, okay, like they're not going to like wash your pants. Like, what are they going to do? Like training the dog later on, isn't going to change the fact that they just peed on you right now, you know? But then I guess, but they should know that their dog's peeing on right, people. They should know that their dog just walks up to people and pees on them. Yeah. One day someone's going to be so super pissed up. about that. And like, it's better to have you who's like coming at it from like a nice approach than someone who's going to like lose their shit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh my gosh. Where is this one? Um, I went on an awful reality show because I didn't know how to tell producers. No, <laughs> that, that is, I DM this person. I was like, I need more information, but they haven't gotten back to me. Please. We need to know. I need to know what show you were on all the details, because that is just so funny. And it's so funny. Just because she didn't want to say, I, I honestly, again, I relate so much to that. I know that feeling where you're like, well, uh, maybe they've already done a bunch of like Cast interviews, casting, totally. and she changed her mind, but she doesn't want to say anything because they've already done all this work. That is how my mind works. So would you do it? <sighs> I mean, that could be some life changing stuff. You know what I mean? Like what if you went on like a really bad show and like they put you in a bad light and now like you can get another, I don't know. Yeah, that's bad. That's one of those things where I feel like I understand that too because I've gone through like that casting process before. I would just right. be like, oh, at the end, be like, I'm so sorry. Just, I can't. I can't. I but mean, I guess I kind of fought that flirty dancing show. Do oh, you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Wait, what ended up happening with that? I felt so bad. I like literally after like the producers, they were like trying to set up a Zoom call like so much. And I just was like, I can't, I can't. I can't. 
No. Thank God I did not. Yeah, exactly. Thank goodness. Damn. I have okay, a this one that is, I didn't like that is way bigger than I asked for it because I was too polite to upset the tattoo artist. I let him tattoo me for four fucking hours rather than cause him offense. It actually was a really good lesson though because it was such a huge mistake. I don't want to live my life agreeing to things which don't serve me anymore. I've said no and set boundaries since because of that experience. Oh my gosh, that gives me so much That anxiety. gives me anxiety. That, that one... That one gives me major, major anxiety. Damn that. Like that's a permanent situation that you just got yourself into, girl. That is like you're just sitting there. Well, I got, yeah, my tattoo is kind of messed up and I was like, should I ask him to fix it? But he was kind of an already like not very nice. So I never asked him. So there's just like a hole in my tattoo basically where there's not ink. (laughs) What? I need to see it. It's like, I'll show you. It's just like. Not how it should be. But honestly, that's kind of like weird because it's on your butt. So it's not like you could see him as he's doing it, right? It was after. And you I noticed it, it. And then you're like, should I ask him to fix it or not? Yeah, I was like, no. But th- this girl's just sitting there for four hours while like, she gets, oh, that stresses me out. This is like when you go get your nails done and you notice that like they're doing something and wrong. And you're like, do you say something about it? Do you I've say- never told my nail tech that I didn't like my nails. I've never said I didn't like it, but I've had them fix it. If like there's like little bumps in there or like. Oh, yeah. I've actually been with you when you were like, can you actually do that? Make that thicker. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) She said that. I honestly, this past time, I didn't say anything when I was getting my nails done. I was just like, "Eh, whatever. And they were like the worst nail job ever. It was gels that came off within four days. I think there's something with your nails, though. There might be. Your nails. My gel stays on for like three weeks and your gel stays on for three days. Mm hmm. Is very weird. That's another topic. But so annoying. Um, but God, yeah, that stresses me out. If we have tattoos, I think we have to say that's like. Have you I ever think. said when you're getting your hair done that you don't like it? Oh yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. When I was younger, I would like cry in the salons if I didn't like it. Not purposely. I didn't want to cry, but <laughs> I just couldn't control my emotions. <laughs> you just were like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. Not, not recently though, because there was a stylist I was going to for a while and every single time she did my hair, I did not like it. And I remember my friend Derek was like, you need to stop going to her. I was like, I feel bad. She follows me on Instagram. Okay. You are a little people. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah. And I remember him being like, it never looks good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. This is like a common thing that we've seen, um, I've been working at my job for six months. My co-workers think my name is Clara. <laughs> it's Claire. <laughs> now at this point, she's too far in. Yeah. And that's, gosh, that six months. It is actually really difficult when people call you by the wrong name. I don't know why. Cause like sometimes people will say Christine. And when people say Christine it's literally like nails on the chalkboard for me, it, it, Oh, it drives me crazy. And I have gotten really good at being like Christina. But sometimes if it's like someone just in passing or I know I'm not going to like talk to them. You just let it go. I'm just like I let it go. But it annoys me with Nicholas because someone like I had a friend who was like, oh, Nick. And I'm like, no, I don't want anyone to call him Nick. If you want to call him by nickname, it's Nico. And like, that's it. Um, so I've had to like say something, but I thought it would be easier for me to say it than it was. If that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. I don't think I've, well, no, I have gotten better at pronounce being correcting people. What do people call you? Rianne. 
Mm. Rianne's probably the most common one. Rianne? Rianne. I'm like, it's Rianne. Yeah. But yeah, why is it so? Uh, uh, the thing is, when you're at a new job, though, you're already just like, everything's new. Everything, you're nervous. Like, ugh. I don't, I don't blame you, Claire. Is it Claire or Clara? Claire. Claire. My cousin, people called her by the wrong name for like six years. Six years? <laughs> yeah, her job she never was correct. Who, Athena? That. No, her sister, Terry. Her, <gasps> her Greek name is Sotiria, but people call her Sotiria. And it's just like not right. But <laughs> she started introducing herself like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's on her. That's. Don't, oh my god you want to talk about people pleaser let me let, let's just stop there okay so funny okay here's another one i was having my period and extreme cramps like i might shit myself in a staff <laughs> meeting while i was student teaching the principal was doing a team building thing and reading us a book so i thought i'd just sit through the pain rather than interrupt and walk by him to go to the bathroom the pain got so bad i passed out and woke up to them restraining me because they thought i had a seizure got rushed to the er confirmed just period cramps oh my god <laughs> like she was probably sitting there i can actually picture this in so much pain sweating thinking she's gonna shit herself and she's like i don't want to disrupt him i don't want to like i like i know exactly what she was feeling and she passed out that's bad that is really really bad that's so crazy mm-hmm. um there is this one that i saw that i need to get because <sighs> okay Oh, I used to take my ex's laundry to the laundromat for him and pay to get it washed. What are your thoughts on this one? See, I just can't relate to that because like when it came to my boyfriend, I was not a people pleaser. Like I was probably the opposite. See, that's really funny to me that like when it comes to him. See, like to me, I don't feel like, I don't know why I don't feel like that's people pleasing. Yeah, actually, I guess I'm not it like is. that with Steve either. I guess maybe that's the extreme people pleasing because you're so much of a people pleaser, even with your most intimate relationship, you can't say no. Yeah. But this is her ex. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Was he her boyfriend at the time or her ex at the time? (sighs) That's a good question. Actually, I used to take my ex's laundry. Mm, it could they could have been dating at the been time together. yeah I, but if my ex-boyfriend asked me to do that it'd be like um absolutely not like i was actually kind of mean <laughs> like i was like which is so interesting i don't know why the science of people pleasing is only with strangers sometimes but no that's pretty bad i mean i guess but then if you see but then i'm like maybe that's kind of nice if you're actually doing it for your boyfriend if he was your boyfriend if he was your ex then it's people pleasing yeah totally what about this one? Would you do this? I took a train, a two hour train one way to meet a guy for a one hour hookup. Then t- took the train two hours back. We've all gone far, long <laughs> and far for some dick. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's people. That's people. That, I don't think that's people pleasing. I think that's just her wanting to get it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like <laughs> I had a friend in college who drove five hours. <laughs> <had sex. laughs> oh my gosh. I've gone for, I've gone long and far for that. I got, yeah, like the other night when I was in Denver, I left my house at 11 p.m. and had to say bye to my parents. And my dad was like, Ran, I feel like this is a booty call. And I was <laughs> like, <"That's> you? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Dad, it's fine. It's fine. I texted him and he was like, I don't want to know. Get out. My mom's like, it was so awkward. But I was like, at 11, like, that's just like, 
that's not people pleasing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 That's just wanting. To <laughs> that's get just trying it. to get some. Okay. That's so funny. Your dad said that. I would literally he's shrivel like, up and die. He's like, I don't know, Ryan. I just feel like this is a booty call. He's looking out for you, though. I was like, but I. How do I say? Yeah, I called, called. it a booty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad. I made the call. Yeah, Dad. It was me. But I'm not gonna have him come over to our family home. Yeah. Okay. This one is funny. I got teased about, about this to this day. As a child, I went to my friend's house. My brother was friends with her brother, so a big group of us, six kids, including my brother. My friend's dad served us all milk and cookies, and the milk is spoiled. Oh. And I'm so polite and such a people pleaser. Um, everyone else goes for the cookies first, so I'm the only kid drinking the spoiled milk with my cookies for a good period of time before someone else pipes up and says something. Oh, my gosh. I would, if I was in someone's home and they served me spoiled milk, I'd probably be like, mmm, taste. I'm going to throw, I don't know why that makes me so queasy right now. <laughs> like I was at a friend's house once and her mom made us chicken and it was like fucking raw. And I ate most of it because I couldn't be like, sorry, this is raw chicken. And then another girl who was there was like, I don't think this is cooked. And I was like, thank God someone said something. Yeah. I'm going to get salmonella. Oh my gosh. That is uncomfortable. I just probably wouldn't eat as much. Do you know what I mean? I'd take one bite and then like just move it around, eat something else on the plate. People pleasing gets to a whole new level when I'm in someone's home. Like, have you seen that TikTok where it's like me when I enter someone's home and the guy's like shivering and they're like, are you cold? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) He's like so thirsty. Would you like some water? Oh, no, thank you. I'm fine. Like, I'll have to send it to you. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. No, I was just at my aunt's house the other day. And as soon as I walked in, I was like, it is so hot in here. (laughs) (laughs) Can you guys turn the hair on? Turn the air on. Give me some water. But that's different. Like when it's your family and people you're closer to than like going to like a friend's family's house or whatever. This just reminded me of it. And I can't find the exact thing. But when I was in high school, there was this guy like who treated me like shit. Okay. We like made out a couple of times. It wasn't even like anything more than that. But I had a nice car in high school and somehow I got stuck driving around everywhere. This kid didn't even have a car. I don't think. So one time he was like, I wanted to hang out with him. He wanted to hang out with me. I was like with a group of friends and I left to hang out with him to drive him an hour and a half to drop a bag off to his friend and drive him back home. And I left this whole party that we were hanging out with. My best friend at the time helped me make a story. I was like, I got called into Abercrombie and Fitch. I have to go fix the denim tables. Literally. (laughs) Yes, this was it. If my friend Lauren from high school is listening, I hope she remembers this. Wait, but did you actually not want to go or did you just want to spend time with this guy? I think I wanted to spend time with this guy. And I like the fact that he was like calling me to hang out. But now in retrospect, he was just using me for a ride. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He was using you for a ride. Yeah. But OK, this gets into a whole other thing of like things we do for a guy when we like them. Yeah. This is like a whole other category, yeah, I, I think. That's true. <laughs> but like, I'm like cringing at myself. You drove it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, he definitely was like, I'm going to get this girl to drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. Well, thanks everyone for sending in your people pleasing stories. We need to do, we got really good feedback. Christina, I haven't told you on our um, advice column episode. Mm hmm. And we need to make sure to be doing more Ask Away with Ray and Kay. Um, But I don't know if we've gotten any new ones recently. So this is me telling you guys to make sure to send us DM 
um, the Confident Collective Instagram. And if you have advice, need advice on anything, or just want to hear Christina and I give you our unsolicited, well, I guess it is solicited yeah. advice and hear our opinion on something. It can be anything, any situation as specific as you want. Um, please DM them and we will answer. Um, but for now, did you find one for today? Christina? I did. I did find one. one. Right, um, and I like it. this question. Hey, I have a question for the ask Ray and Kay segment. I've been asked to be a bridesmaid in two weddings next summer, and I'm extremely happy to support them because their fiancés are my two best college guy friends. But I have this worry about wearing a bridesmaid's dress. All their other bridesmaids are gorgeous, wonderful people, but size twos, no boobs. I'm so afraid I won't fit into the dress they pick or just stick out like a sore thumb. I know the wedding isn't about me, but I can't help but feel this way. Have you ever felt this, and have how have you dealt with it? Thanks. Hmm. I think this is something that a lot of girls struggle with. Like bridesmaids dresses are so freaking annoying. Not one size fits all or not one style fits all. And I think that with this, you could just be so upfront and be like, Hey, like, honestly, if I were a bride and I had a bridesmaid being like, Hey, like I want to like be at your wedding. I want to be at your, your bridesmaid. I want to support you. But I have to be honest with you. Like I'm a little bit worried about the dresses because I want to make sure that like, I feel comfortable and I don't want to like ruin photos or anything. Like I would just honestly be really vulnerable like that. Be like, I don't want to tell you what type of style to choose from, but um, I just want to know where your head's at. Like, did you have anything in mind? Um, like, because sometimes like if a bride doesn't know, she doesn't know how to fit everyone. So like, if you can give her some guidance too, while not making it about you, making it about her, do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I want everything to look great for your photos. Like, I want everyone to feel super comfortable. I just want to let you know that, like, my body's a little bit different. Like, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable, but I just want you to know, like, if there's different styles, like, I'm happy to help you, like, choose what would work best for me to make that easier for you. Does that make sense? I feel like that's a little people pleasy. But no, but, but I get, I don't see, I don't people, have, please. I don't have that much experience with weddings, but I would just be like, what, why is it too much to ask to wear a dress that you feel okay? in if you're being a bridesmaid and yeah. spending all this money and doing all that, but for a bridesmaids, like there is like a certain, like if everyone is wearing, wearing a certain style, dress. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah, can just right. be like, I'm going to choose my own dress. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I think that's how you kind of take control of the situation but being, I think being, I think what you said at the core is, is perfect being open and vulnerable and just being like, Hey, because honestly, I've, I found this with my skinny friends that doesn't even cross their mind. Exactly. And if the bride is super skinny, she's probably not even thinking about that either. Yeah. They probably are not even thinking about it mm -hmm. because most everything they can fit into, like they can fit into most everything and it looks good. Right. And so they don't, that doesn't even cross their mind. So honestly, I bet she would appreciate it. Exactly. If you did say, Hey, I just want to let you know, like, I'm a little bit nervous about finding a dress that I'm going to feel good in. Have you picked a bridesmaid dress or, or whatever? Mm -hmm. Um, just being open and vulnerable is the best thing that you can do. 100%. And honestly, I think that she would want to appreciate it mm -hmm. if she wasn't already thinking about it. And also like, I'm sorry, like, a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't want to insult the bigger girl. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I'm not going to like choose a different style for you because they're not trying to make her feel uncomfortable either or like trying to make you feel uncomfortable if you're that bigger friend. Right. So I think that you just need to be honest, open, vulnerable and like try and help her out. And if you think a certain style would be best for you, um, I would probably get ahead of it like right when she asks. Yes. Um, but then when it comes down to picking out dresses, you know, I feel like a lot of 
uh, brides right now are doing like, they'll do like the same color, but different dresses. So right. that's when you just like really need to make sure to chime in and be like, Hey, like the earlier you can bring it up, the better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also though, I just want to tell you, like, I want you to know that you're going to be absolutely stunning. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about being the bigger girl in photos. Like I know it can be intimidating cause I've, I've been there, but you just need to let your confidence shine through and you're going to look amazing. A hundred percent. Um, but with that said, like if you're not feeling good about your outfit, like it does affect your confidence. So So that's why like own up, say it and get ahead of the situation so so that you you can can have so much fun and feel so good on that day. Yeah. Completely agree. Amazing. I love that. There's so many weddings coming up. So I hope that helped a lot of people because I think we've all kind of been in that boat before. Yeah. So many weddings coming up. Um, okay. Well, I think that's it for, for today's episode on people pleasing. Our homework for this week and last week is to be aware and to do small challenges to stop those people pleasing tendencies. I am not going to risk my life in traffic this week because I'm worried about other, anyone else driving behind me. Okay. Proud of you. Proud that's of my you. goal. Proud of you. And I'm going to stop using my son as an excuse. If I just can't do something or won't do it, I'm just going to be like, hey, honestly, like I'm tired. I just don't have the time for that. Yes. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Here we go. All right, guys. (laughs) Love ya. We'll be back next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at confidentcollective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us.